0: been so battered and beaten by the Democrats that they're not eager to show up at any crime scene anymore. Ringing liberty and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St.
2: Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Laura is now a Category 1 hurricane headed toward Arkansas, where an unusual tropical storm warning was issued for much of the state. Authorities say it's still a very dangerous system after making landfall in Louisiana as a Category 4 storm earlier this morning. More than half a million people had been ordered to evacuate in Texas. Galveston County Judge Mark Henry says he's thankful for those who did heed the warning we appreciate everyone taking us seriously at one point last night the eye of the storm was 79 miles away from the uh, from the county line uh, east where the county line meets chambers county laura is responsible for at least one death little rock arkansas expecting gust of 50 miles per hour and a deluge of rain through friday the storm was so powerful that it could regain strength after turning east and reaching the atlantic ocean potentially threatening the densely populated Northeast. Also at townhall.com, the RNC continues tonight with President Trump giving his acceptance speech. Meanwhile, day two of the Republican National Convention saw a spike in TV viewership. Correspondent Bernie Bennett with more. A total of
3: 19.4 million viewers watched the 10 to 11.15 p.m. Eastern, day two coverage of the 2020 RNC Convention across 11 Nielsen-measured networks. In 2016, the first time Republicans nominated President Trump, the audience for the second night of the convention was 19.8 million,
2: the smallest audience of the week for the event. Fox News earned 7.2 million viewers in prime time. The network said that its viewership was the highest-rated second-day coverage of any convention in cable news history. Bernie Bennett in Washington. And on Wall Street, stocks have been trading higher. The Dow is up 244 points. The Nasdaq, 29 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. Audiences everywhere are saying Uncle Tom is a must-see movie. Fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Excellent. Breathtaking. A movie that is changing hearts and minds.
0: I really feel inspired. We're going to put up statues because of what this film may do.
2: An eye-opening masterpiece of the real history of America. They
0: want to cover up. History. I didn't study that kind of stuff when I was in history.
4: They are actively learning their history wrong. Why have
0: you hidden this for me? Starring Larry Elder. And Uncle Tom is somebody who has sold out
2: by embracing the white man. Candace Owens. I'm
4: a black female. I should be at the top of the progressive stack.
2: Brandon Tate. They believe that I want to be accepted. In the white community. Kind of like the House Negro back in slavery. And Herman Cain. As my late grandfathers used to say, I does not care. These are the voices of the movie Uncle Tom. Purchase now at UncleTom.com. Use promo code MOVIE for 20% off.
0: Humley Michaels here on Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. Stay tuned for Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black coming up next. Your forecast for today, some sunshine, a high around 87 I hope you get out and enjoy it. You can listen to Freedom 1570 wherever you happen to be if you download our mobile app for your smartphone or tablet. Great way to stay connected. We're Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth.
3: Dana Lash.
1: When you sit here and you talk about privilege, privilege is existing in a country where you have the freedom to seize whatever opportunity you want. You can make yourself, make of yourself whatever you want to make of yourself. And you can also sit on your backside and you can moan about how horrible you think the country is. And you don't have to worry about military police knocking on your door because you disagreed with the leader.
0: The Dana Show. Weekdays from noon to three on Freedom 1570.
3: Tall bunion,
5: Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care.
0: Whoever said an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure might have been dealing with a clogged drain line. Call Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains now for a complete line checkup. Paul Bunyan will use their camera to see exactly what's going on. They'll clean the main line for 175
1: or a secondary line for just one twenty-five with no trip charge. Certain restrictions apply. For details, visit haypaul.com. For more than twenty years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MINNEAPOLIS for 20% off.
5: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily
1: represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black.
2: It's a great day
1: to be alive.
3: Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be again joined by uh, recent graduates from our leadership class, Leadership uh, Team 216. Uh, and today we're going to talk about storytelling. You know, we all have a story to tell. You know, um, uh, you know. there's two people here on this radio show. There's uh, me, who you hear from, and then you hear from John, which is, he's the one that makes it fun and enjoyable. I just give you information. But John's the one that does the music, and he does the drops, and he's an integral part uh, of what we do here, because what we're doing is we're technically telling a story. If you think about it, uh, each show is a story unto itself, just like each person is a story unto themselves. You know, and, and really, in order to truly understand another person, uh, you must be willing to walk a mile in their moccasins. And, and what that means is you've got to be willing to put on their story. Uh, it's a different story. Some of it's truthful, some of it's uh, non-truthful, some of it's emotional, some of it's just factual, but it's a story. And each person that you pass out there on the the road, uh, at the grocery store, at the convenience store, at the gas station, they have their own story. And our minds are so powerful. Um, You know, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. And so I'm not saying we don't use all of our brain. What I'm saying is consciously, we control about 3 to 5% of our experience. The rest is still going on, but it's at this place called the unconscious level. And because the unconscious brain technically runs the ship, it's the largest, most vast part of our brain that we use, it's unconscious, uh, we, we need to understand how it works and one of the things about the unconscious brain is it believes what you put in there. We have something called the reticular activating system, the brain's focal center. We have something called the basal ganglia, which is the habit center of the unconscious brain. And what I've learned a long time ago about the unconscious brain is that it, it treats everything as if. Uh, it is not a differentiator of Hollywood and reality. It doesn't say, well, that picture's not real. Well, that story's not real. Remember, the right side of the brain is our creative side. So if I was going to have you creatively visualize something, I would have you tap into the left side of your brain. However, once you've actually visualized it, put it in your head, believe it or not, it now becomes a memory because you've experienced it already. And I think it was the uh, Irish uh, News Journal or something like that about a year ago. I, I saw the article that 40% of memories are made up. Yeah. Yeah. 40%, that's why you can plant a seed. That's why your, your unconscious mind does not say, oh, that was a dream you had when you were five years old or that was a story you started telling when you were in seventh grade and then it's slowly been altered a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit here, a little bit there. And before you know it, uh, you're believing a lie. You know, a, a lie detector test. You know, why do you think that they're not admissible in court? Because someone could get stressed out and even if they're telling the truth, Uh, it'll put out readings that are consistent with somebody lying. But you could just be nervous or scared. It might not be that you're lying. And also, conversely, someone could be such a skilled and gifted liar that they believe the crap that they're spewing from their mouth. I mean, let's be honest. Let's look at this whole Black Lives Matter thing. First of all, black lives do matter. Absolutely, 100%. I agree. Absolutely. No asterisk. But that's not what's going on. What's going on out there is people telling themselves a story that because their skin is black, life's not fair to them. Because their skin is black, uh, they're targeted. That police officers wake up every day, want to kill them. Uh, because their skin is black, anything that bad that's ever happened to them happened to them because they are black. And it's that story uh, that they're telling themselves that causes them to act and respond the way they do. It's the story that we tell that if cops are out to get you. So if a cop pulls you over, resist them, fight them, attack them, go for their weapons, run from them, go in your car and pull out a weapon. Oh my gosh. I can give you a 100% guarantee. If you follow the orders of a law enforcement officer, if you don't attempt to beat up a law enforcement officer while they're arresting you, if you don't attempt to reach for a weapon or hide your hands or put them in a position where you could be grabbing something that they know nothing of, I bet your chances of being alive exponentially increase. I'm just saying that. And look what's happening in my second home of Minneapolis. Again, the city's burning. Why? Because the story that people want to continue to tell themselves and the media and fray or fry your wacko mayor up there, Is telling the same story, that that black people are victims, that black people are treated unfairly, that cops want to wake up every day to figure out how they're going to kill a black person. Those are stories that if you tell your brain something long enough, you start believing the lies. Uh, I mean, it's just basic common sense. And you got to know the power of stories. Over the years, I've learned that stories are more memorable because of the images and emotions contained in them. The lesson of the story sticks because it's embedded in an image. The story sticks more the more emotionally involved we are. That's why the media is playing us. That's why people like LeBron James are just irresponsible. He could be such a powerful force for good. Instead, he feeds the hate. He feeds the lie. He feeds the story that all black people are victims and act like a victim. And the thing with a victim is a victim always needs a rescuer. And when the rescuer does not meet the victim's paradigm, doesn't rescue him quick enough or in the proper way, then victims become persecutors. Now the one who was victimized now is the one victimizing other people. Uh, and two wrongs don't make a right. See, in his book, Mirroring People, Marco Iacoboni asks. Why do we give ourselves over to emotion during the carefully crafted heart-rending scenes in certain movies? Why? Because mirror neurons in our brains recreate first the distress we see on TV. See, we've got to walk in people's emotion and their distress. And this whole Black Lives Matter thing is getting people emotionally worked up, so they're making this story real. Uh, uh, Marco goes on to say, At last, I found a scientific explanation for what I've been teaching for the last 15 years. He calls them mirror neurons. We don't just listen to stories. We feel stories. We see images, feel emotions. And now with the 24-hour news cycle, we can watch someone being killed over and over and over and over every nine minutes. Uh, And then we get emotionally involved, and then you got wealthy, rich people that paid $40 million to play a game, tell them that you're being targeted, you're being attacked, you got fear for your life. That's terrible. Daniel Pink says stories are easier to remember because stories are how we remember. When facts become so widely available and instantly accessible, each one becomes less valuable. What begins to matter more and more is the ability to place these facts in context, in other words, when you tell a story and make a point, you make an emotional connection. Paul Zack, a professor at Claremont College and the author of The Moral Molecule, How Trust Works, researches the role of oxytocin. Oxytocin is a neurochemical in the brain that Zak says gives the it's safe to approach other signal in the brain. In his research, he discovered that if you develop tension in the story, you will sustain attention. Anybody get it? The whole Black Lives Matter thing. they got to develop this tension. You'll sustain attention. If you sustain attention, it's more likely that people hearing the story will start to share the emotions of the main characters. Don't you see it? We're being played. If people share the emotions of the main characters, that they are likely to mimic the feelings and behaviors of the characters when the story is over. This is what's going on. We're being played, player, and that's why we do this radio show. So I can bring into the light what's going on in the darkness. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to have two recent graduates join us and tell you how when they change their story, their entire life changed. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. me get back on my again. So I can be a man And understand Face my tomorrow.
0: This is the most fantastic story I've ever heard. And every word of it's true, too. That's the fantastic
2: part of it.
4: Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl.
0: Needs, wants, and wishes. We all have them. What are you doing to make sure they all get fulfilled? This week on Money Matters with Alan Mike, they'll be discussing how you can structure your investment portfolio and retirement plan to make certain you're covering all three. Learn strategies and investment products that make sense in your effort to provide for your needs, wants, and your wishes throughout your retired years. Tune in to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 9 a.m. Sunday on Freedom 1570, or call them now at 855 231 6010. Get a $3,900 Konica Minolta copier for your business for just $1,950 through this special offer from Tops and this station. There's only one half-price copier. Go to the station's website, click on the More tab, then Half Price Offers, or call the station now.
3: This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now Oh, yeah, got some blues going on Thursday morning. I am Mr. Black, and you're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And today we're talking about storytelling because, ladies and gentlemen, no one responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. In other words, what we respond to is the story we're telling ourselves. Uh, and man, I've been doing what I do for almost 30 years. Uh, you can go to likeitmatters.net to, to read about it. Transformational training, two and a half days that will forever change your life. And if you don't believe me, let's go to the phone line so you can hear from a dude who is going to tell you the same story because he walked in the same shoes. So let's go to uh, line number two and let's welcome Michael to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, Mr. Black, doing well. How are you? Hey, you know, how many times in your life have you wanted an applause track lined up every time you came into a room, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Who doesn't? I know, right? That's what John said. Let me give him a little applause track. But, uh, hey, Matthew, I am doing well. I am doing well. And you uh, you were blessed last weekend. You work for a great company that believes in you, that invests in you. And they sent you to see Mr. Black at, at Leadership Awakening, correct? Yes, sir. And uh, your life's a little different today than it was last week. Is that fair to say?
5: Yeah, I mean, uh, I I definitely agree with that. Uh, And, you know, I heard you talking about the way you talk about yourself to yourself. And that's uh, the main takeaway I took from your your, uh, leadership course is how important that internal narrative is and how
3: much of a difference changing that can make in your life. Yeah, huge, huge. I mean, for those that don't know Michael, ladies, he's a good looking guy. He's young. Uh, he's, I'm not a dating service, but he's young. He's successful. He's uh, got a lot of education. He's got a great job. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, ladies. Maybe I should start a dating service because, uh, Michael's pretty hot stuff. But you know, the interesting thing, Michael, is you, you came out of my training the same way you went into my training. But honestly, and I'm hitting the theme here, what's different, and you said this, is the story you're telling yourself about yourself, correct?
5: Yeah, and you know, um, uh, you know I'm 37 years old, and throughout my life you pick up this baggage that you kind of carry along with yourself. And what, what your course really taught me how to do is become aware of some of that baggage And then understand what what it's doing to my head and my external, uh, you know, projection to people. And then be able to get rid of it and release it so that I can move forward uh, and reach my potential.
3: Yeah. And you hit right on. You you get tagged. You know, we get tagged. It's kind of like I use the analogy of a boat. You know you put a boat in the water, and if it stays in the water too long you got to pull it out because stuff gets attached to the hole, and so you got to yep. scrape the hole in. and and that 's what we do. We go through life and we have trauma i mean uh you know we you and I had uh interesting childhoods they they weren't uh the little house on the prairie type they weren't the ones that yeah. a lot of people love there 's challenges there's trauma there's drama uh, and, and the problem is Dr. Adler told us that by the time we're six years old. A majority of our map of reality is in place. So as, as, as children, we, we are meaning making creatures. We connect dots. Why daddy? Why did this happen? Why did that happen? Why did he say that to her? Why is she doing that to him? We, we start connecting dots. This is called our map of reality. It's the structure of our belief system. Uh, and by the time we're six years old, a majority of that's in place. And for some of us, uh my childhood was traumatic uh and we were told to believe that we weren't this we weren't that or we're this or we're that and unless we deal with those belief systems unless we start looking at the story that was scripted when we we're younger we're going to play the same story over and over even though we're a different person and and, and Michael I I got your uh, uh, your share of the fire this is the that four questions I asked you at the end of class when it was all done it says uh, briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending and you put I wasn't reaching my potential because I held up protective barriers and had self-destructive thoughts that weren't allowing me to have real relationships with people. And again, one thing I noticed early on is that you're a good guy. And yet if you don't believe you're a good guy, if you don't think you fit in, if you don't think this or don't think that, then you act accordingly. Uh And man, wh- what's different about you today is you believe what other people see. I see a powerful man. I see a committed man. I see a man who wants to be the best of the best, a, wa- a man who wants to 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 continue to be under construction, being a little bit better today than yesterday. And now you've re- you've basically deconstructed some of those lies, some of the old story, and you've recreated a new story, and that affects you every day. Correct.
5: Yeah, it, it definitely does. And, uh, you know, you're right. A lot of the things we tell ourselves are lies and, yep. you know, we're, you're talking about, uh, growing up with trauma, you know, there's lots of people with dysfunctional families, myself included. Yep. And a lot of times that as a child, you uh, almost attach your identity to some of that dysfunction and you blame yep. yourself for it. And, you can carry that your whole life if you don't figure out how to uh, get rid of the lies and,
3: you know, take all
5: that out of your head.
3: Yeah. You know, we actually have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day, 30 to 60. That's a lot. Uh, And man, and and what we believe is what we listen to over and over. And most people aren't aware of their self-talk because we're all thinkers and thinking, as you realize this weekend, was just talking to yourself and what's going on right now this week is you have a different story that you're telling yourself a, a different thing. I mean, just a couple of things. What have you noticed different? You know, last Thursday at this time you were getting ready to come to my class, not knowing what you were signing up for. Uh, but what what have you noticed different this week about yourself?
5: Uh, I'd say, uh, just a positive outlook, uh, more excitement, uh, more passion, and uh you know i'm able to connect with people easier because i don't have these barriers up uh, these self-protective barriers which i found out in your class are essentially lies and they're doing nothing for me um but you know uh, this morning i was uh, taking a shower before work and i'm going through my head what am i excited about today what am i grateful for today and it's just a different mindset. It's a, it's really fun and exciting, and uh, it's great to have that, you know, different outlook on life.
3: Yeah, and again, I want you to know that Michael's a successful man He works for one of my good companies, makes good money, he's healthy, he's good looking. I mean, if anybody looking at Michael on the outside saying, that dude's a stud, he's got to all go in his way. But what wasn't going his way was the story he was telling himself based on past experience, based on past trauma, and based, honestly, on what other hurting people said and did to him. And one thing I realized a long time ago is a general rule is hurting people hurt people. Uh and that's the difference. And you probably notice your ability to connect with people is different too. Are you are you seeing yourself connecting more with people?
5: Yeah, definitely. I mean I was out to dinner with my dad last night and we just had a, a much better conversation than we had in the past and uh it's really interesting and in that the hurting people hurt people is a takeaway that I really uh grasped onto from your class and uh my Actually, my dad and I were talking about that because, you know, like a lot of people, he didn't have a perfect childhood either. So it was just an interesting talk, and uh, I think both of us gained a lot out of it.
3: Oh, without a doubt. And now you had a chance to walk a mile in your dad's moccasins. Remember, our parents did the best they could. They were basically doing to us what was done to them and usually a little bit less than the bad stuff that was done to them and a little bit more of the good stuff that was done to them. But, you know, that's the difference. Your relationship with your dad has bonded more so because you had a chance to walk in his shoes and realize, wow. And my dad was a, a monster. He uh, he abused us. Uh, but I had to realize he was a hurting man. And at one point, I had to ask myself this question. What type of childhood did my dad have to have in order for him to think it's okay to beat on kids and beat on a woman? And I got that question answered, and it ripped my soul out. Uh, because as bad as my childhood was my dad's was a lot worse it it doesn't condone or make it okay what he did that's between him and God our job is to forgive let you know God says uh, uh, vengeance is mine declares the Lord I will repay leave leave a leave space for God's vengeance he'll take care of it but you know when we forgive and when we understand people and that's what's lacking today is forgiveness and understanding. What, Michael, what would you tell someone? You're a leader, you, you're a guru you like to get better, you like to grow you're under construction. What would you tell someone out there that's been listening to my radio show or just stumbled on this radio show why would you suggest somebody anybody should take Leadership Awakening what would you say to them?
5: You know, I, I told this story uh, in the class actually near the end and I'm a person that's always looking to get better. I'm always trying to improve myself and gain wisdom. And I've, you know, my whole life I've read books and self-help books and business books and you name it. And um, it was interesting because up until that class, I really never put all the pieces together and determined and figured out what was going on. Why am I not reaching my potential? And, you, Mr. Black, because you've uh, dealt with so many individuals over your life, you were able to pick up on it almost, in probably about an hour, and, you know, <laughs> awareness <laughs> the first step to uh, to uh, making a change, and then I became aware, and then throughout all the exercises of your class, I was able to kind of let it go and release it, and uh, and I had a lot of fun doing it at the same time. So. I would definitely recommend your class to pretty much anybody because no one's perfect, and we're always under construction. So it it was a great experience.
3: Awesome. Well, hey, brother, we're getting ready to go hard break. I know you're busy, man. Thank you so much for sharing your experience, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Okay, my friend? Hey, Mr. Black. All right, buddy. God bless you. I am Mr. Black. Today we're talking about the story you're telling yourself. We'll be back in three minutes.
6: investment in some other areas, so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled
3: with the results, and myself included.
1: 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
0: George Floyd's death sparked national outrage and propelled the country to confront issues of race and justice like few times before in our history. But between partisan politics and protests, the question remains, are we tackling the issue of race in America honestly? Tough questions like this are here to stay and demand fair and truthful responses if we want to move toward a better collective future. That's why we're bringing national media host Larry Elder together with author and commentator Candace Owens for a -a one-of-a-kind virtual event, Unbiased, Unvarnished Truth Behind Race in America stream unbiased live on september 17th as larry and candace share personal stories and present a straightforward account of the real issues of race in this country don't miss this important discussion in a pivotal season in our nation get your tickets today at freedom 1570.com unbiased is brought to you by roof to deck decoration the christmas lighting people
3: A little pomp and circumstance right here on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. This is your stop on your dial. When you want to be better today than you were yesterday, better tomorrow than today, this is what we do on the radio. And if you really want to be good, like really, 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 really good, then go to likeitmatters.net because I do two-and-a-half-day intensives. I've been doing them for almost 30 years which is why I get to be on the radio. This is my fifth year on the radio. But first of all, I had to prove myself in the trenches, walking with people for 30 years, uh, intimately getting to know people, seeing patterns, 10,000-plus patterns over and over and over. And that experience, that knowledge, uh, that history... Is what I share in my classes. That's why you hear these people talking the way they talk, not because uh, I put two pills in front of them—one blue and one red—and one pill makes you smaller and one pill makes you larger. Nope, not what we're doing. It's real structural change. And if you don't believe me, let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to line number two and let's welcome Zach to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? How you doing, Mister Black? You know, not as good as you, but I'm pretty good nonetheless. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> uh, dude, it's, it's a badge of honor. It's a badge of honor. So, uh, it's okay. Uh, Hey, so you, uh, you were a part of team 216, uh, tell our listening audience, how did you wind up outside my door a week ago uh, today? What, what, how, how did you get to leadership awakening?
6: Uh, yeah. So it was actually a, a recommendation, um, uh, from our chairman of the board, Randy Keene to our CEO, Charlie Albrecht. So, uh, Randy had been through the training probably like 20 years ago, um, and just uh, highly recommended it. And in uh, uh, full transparency, I, I had no idea what we were kind of signing up <laughs> for, and uh, uh, you know, just went along with it with an, uh, an open mind and uh, uh, just came out the other end, just completely, you know, amazed and, and transformed in some of the stuff that we were able to learn, and, and more importantly, that I was able to do. So,
3: you know, Zach really for. A- well, and you're a, you're a big guy. I think you said you're a nationally a Jew, right? I was a, you look like Italian. You look Italian, but you said Jewish. But uh, you know, you are a big teddy bear. You really are. You know, I I think of Thursday night when the whole thing got started. I think I I saw the puppy dog eyes, little Lincoln eyes. Like what are, what are you yelling at me for? What's wrong? You know, Thursday night when that whole thing got started, I mean, Randy Keith. Of respect, I I respect Randy. Known him for twenty years. Uh, He credits me with having a huge impact in his life twenty years ago. Uh, But Thursday night, five ten minutes into class, here's this guy that you respect who sent you this class. But what's going through your head on Thursday night? What are you thinking?
6: Um, Just uh, you're kind of wrapping your head around things, and so uh, you first go in and you're like, "What's going on?" You know, I I I don't know why I'm here. I don't know what I'm, I'm necessarily doing what am I going to get from this? And then you, you kind of just try and put all your thoughts aside and just, you know, I think you, you said it perfectly, just trust you, trust the process and don't think. <laughs> and so, you know, yeah. I think uh, about two hours in or three hours in, I was like, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to give it my all and, and just try something new and try a different experience. I was tired of kind of going through life and just checking the boxes and, and I felt like I was in a rut for the past couple of months uh, and even longer. And, uh, you know, and so I was just tired of it. <laughs> you know, you just get tired of just yeah. doing the same thing over and over. And, and so I, I was needing a, a change desperately.
3: Yeah. And, you know, what you said is interesting because we always hear people tell us, think, you know, put on your thinking cat, Why don't you think before you do something? And, and in my class, you got a totally different command, a totally different suggestion. I said, turn it off. Turn off your head. I mean, we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts uh, per day. Uh, You know, 50 million Americans are struggling with depression. And a majority of depression falls in the category called situational depression. And what causes situational depression is our self-talk the way we talk to ourselves. So I actually told you, turn it off, turn off your head, be fully present with me out here, let's clean up what's going on in your head and then we'll put you back in there. And so once you decided that, you know, two or three hours into it, you just, okay, I'm gonna trust Randy, I'm gonna trust the process, I'm gonna be fully present, things started shifting. And and usually at some point in the training, I've been doing this 30 years, no matter how someone comes in the class, a shift takes place where it starts making more sense. You know, people see themselves getting into it more. Do you remember where that shift took place for you?
6: Uh, yes. It happened on uh, Friday in the middle of the day. Um, and I, so I something shifted bit. for you. Yeah. I just I, I realized what I really wanted, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm fortunate enough. I have a, a, a great job and, you know, and successful and have a lot of friends, um, but it, I felt like there's just been like a piece of myself missing, and I didn't know what that was, even that night and in that morning, I don't think I kind of realized what it was until, you know, I kind of you helped me lay it all out and, and, and provided a lot of clarity for me in terms of what's really, really important in life, and how do you want to be remembered, yep. and, and what do you want to be in the fit?
3: Yeah, and, and it's, it's like Dr. Covey's talked about in the seven habits of highly effective people. I know exactly what you talk about. Uh, you, we're supposed to begin with the end in mind. Go to the very end and then ask ourselves, uh, what, you know, if I was going to live my life as the man or woman that I was created to be, how would I be remembered? When I'm no longer on this planet, how will people speak of me? How will I want to be remembered? And once you begin with that end in mind, uh, everything changes. And and for you, it's all changed. And I mean, what have you noticed different about yourself this week? You probably noticed a lot of differences. What have you noticed different about Zach this week?
6: Um, so that's a really really good question. And I asked myself that, and I knew you were going to ask me that question. And I think uh, <laughs> there's actually probably five or six things that I've noticed. But to pinpoint it is, I just a, a clarity and, and a lack. Uh, a, I feel like I have less burden on my shoulders. You know, and so uh, I've been working incredibly hard, long hours and, um, you know, and and stressed out all the time. And I don't know, I woke up Sunday morning and I felt like the the stress kind of went away and I felt like I knew what I really wanted to do. And and now I feel like I'm aligning myself to that vision. And then the second thing is just listening to people. You know, we've uh, we started playing music and doing some songs on our calls and and having a little bit more fun and, and Uh, You know, I realize that we have some incredible employees and uh, I'm going to make sure that I I take the time to get to know them all.
3: Wow. So you, you saw the value of people that each one of those bodies walking around inside, there's a story. Each one of those bodies is a living, breathing human being, a person that has pain and has desire, a person who wants to love and be loved, a person who has some trauma and drama, a person who wants to know they matter a person who wants to provide and be secure. Uh, So you're looking at people differently, correct? Absolutely yeah and for those that know zach's a i mean good again a good looking guy tall guy uh got a huge smile, He's probably got a soft like a uh, soft heart like a puppy dog wouldn't want to hurt anybody i mean when I look at you Zach, that's what I see a good looking young man who wants to do the right thing who loves family right big family and family matters to you correct
6: absolutely my family's everything,
3: yep, and I think in the class, what you realize is you become familiar. With seven other people, your five classmates, your two staff, you saw people for who they were. You stopped looking at the outside and you pierced into the soul and saw the inside. And now, do you feel like Team Two Sixteen? That those are those are people are like family to you?
6: Of course, Two Sixteen Lean and Mean—that's our uh, class name. They're probably listening right now. (laughs) Keep the relationship going. Um, Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent family.
3: Oh that's so cool. So uh let me ask you what 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 are you hopeful about in the future now that you got a new mindset you're telling yourself a new story as you look forward what is Zach hopeful about?
6: Yeah, so um what am I hopeful for about is a great question. I I think the answer is is I just I want people to see me in the right light and not for their perspective but for my own. And so, you know, I I feel fortunate enough that at at my position at my company, people kind of view me in that light and I'm looked to as a leader. But I want to do that in all aspects of life. And so I want to start making personal decisions on a daily basis that just impacts people for the better. And people can look at them and say, hey, man, that, that guy actually had an impact or a change or something positive in my life.
3: Wow. And that's really how I want to be remembered too. I want to be remembered for the impact I had on people's lives that no matter how long I live or how short I live, uh, I want to know I made a difference that there are people's lives who are better because I was given the gift of life. Have, have you had a chance to reach out to uh, your nominator and, uh, and thank him for uh, sending in the class?
6: Yeah. Randy actually came in, uh, he was in the office on uh, Tuesday for one of the, he had a meeting here. And so, uh, we kind of chit-chatted and spent about 30 to 45 minutes. And uh, uh, we have a follow-up date next week to, to kind of go through some stuff. But um, it was great. You know, you share the experience. You can see it in each other's eyes. You can't really talk about it because there's 200 people in the office. Yeah. Um, but you kind of yeah. know just without knowing, you know? And uh, it, was, oh, it, was it was so cool. Huge smiles when you talk about the class from him 20 years ago and from me three days ago. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Isn't that funny? He still remembers it like it was yesterday. And Randy's a successful guy, done a lot of things. And a class that he went through, a 48-hour class he went through 20 years ago, he still remembers. When he starts talking about it, he sparkles in his eyes, doesn't he? Oh, absolutely. And he's
6: like a kid in a candy
3: shop. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I've got people call me up from went through training 25, 30 years ago and said, I still remember. That is one of the greatest compliments. Well, anyway, Zach, we're getting ready to go to heartbreak. Uh, I appreciate you so much. You give a big hug to Lincoln for me, uh, and, uh, look forward to following up with you off the radio so we can put all the pieces together. Okay.
6: Yes, sir. Have a good day. All
3: right, buddy. Thanks, Zach. You know, ladies and gentlemen, no one responds to reality. What we respond to is our personal map of reality. In other words, the story you're telling yourself, whether it's true or not, you act as if it is true. That's how your unconscious mind works. And so you've got to be careful of the story you're telling yourself. And you've got to be careful of the story that you allow other people to speak into you. Remember, the drama triangle says that there's persecutor, there's a victim, and there's a rescuer. And the story that each one of those tells themselves dictates how they show up. So I'm Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. We'll be back in three minutes.
1: Blue Ox Heating
0: and Air. Right now, Blue Ox Heating and Air is offering a legendary $49 air conditioner tune up. For $49, a fully trained and certified Blue Ox technician will come to your home and make sure your system is running smooth and efficiently. If your AC unit needs repair, the tune up fee counts towards the cost. And don't forget to ask about the Blue Ox No Breakdown Guarantee. Log on to goblueox.com for details.
5: Blue
1: Ox Heating and Air.
5: Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with
3: legendary care.
4: At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different. As you look ahead to a new chapter this fall, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will be here to help with half-price tuitions for first-time students. To see a full list of partnering schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
3: I almost don't want to interrupt my good friend there singing about my Lord. Boy, uh, I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. And if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, then you know that you are under construction. You know, there's three steps to the Christian process. There's justification, there's sanctification, there's glorification. Justified by the blood of Jesus Christ. Our works are, are filthy rags. None of us is good enough for God. That's what religion is. Religion is a man's attempt to be good enough for God, and none of us can be. So we're justified when we accept the blood of Jesus Christ. And then it's sanctification. And sanctification is God using all the stuff the good, the bad, the ugly, the unfair, the unjust, the unrighteous stuff to make us more like His Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And then the last one is glorification. That is perfection. And guess what? That does not happen until you take your last breath on this side of eternity and then you open your eyes in the presence of our Lord and Savior. That's it. And so uh, we're all under construction. Working to be a little bit better today than yesterday. Working to be a little bit better tomorrow than today. And that's why I always back up everything I say. This is not opinion. This is science. This is all wrapped up in uh, psychology, leadership, biology, physiology, and then wrapped with the Word of God. Not because this is a religious show, but I'm a spiritual man. Uh, and from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And one thing I talk about a lot are logical levels. Dr. Robert Diltz. Uh, in the book called uh, Changing Belief Systems with NLP. He talked about the logical levels, and there's six levels. There's spirit, there's identity, there's beliefs and values, there's capabilities, there's behaviors, uh, and there's environment. And the levels on the bottom uh, are the easiest to change and have the least impact. And you don't change something from the bottom up. You change it from the top down. Remember Einstein, that pretty smart guy, He said you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. Now, to me, that never made sense until I learned the logical levels because change takes place from the top down. So from the bottom up, let me work my way back up. The environment is the lowest level. It's where and when. Above that's behaviors, and that's what. Above that is capabilities, and that's how. Above that is beliefs and values. That's why. Identity is above that, which is who. And then above that is spirit, which is mean. It's meaning. And so change takes place from the top down. See, the basic level is your environment, your external constraints, and we have stories about our environment, what's healthy, what's not healthy. And then you go above that and you operate on that environment through your behavior. And we have beliefs, we have stories about what uh, our behavior should and shouldn't be. And then above that, your behavior is guided by your mental maps and your strategies, which then define your capabilities. And you have lots of stories about what you're capable of doing, what you're capable of handling. These capabilities are organized by belief systems and values. And this is really, says a story about what you stand for, what you're willing to die for, what you're willing to show up for. And beliefs are organized by identity. And the beliefs about who we are is absolutely critical. And then your identity derives its essential meaning from the spirit. In other words, why are you here? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again and again? That's the logical levels. That's why I really change people's lives. You know, I've been on social media, <clears throat> LinkedIn and I'm confronting all these lies, the stories about this racism, systemic racism. It's a lie. But remember, the story you tell yourself is what you believe. And we got to start changing the story. And I got this article from the Washington Examiner by Dominic Mastrangelo. And it was by Jason Whitlock. You know, Jason Whitlock, I love Jason Whitlock. He's a sports columnist. Uh, and uh, And basically, Jason says about LeBron James, he's a bigot. LeBron James is uh, promoting racism, and I've always believed that. The guy who calls himself King could be telling such a different story. Man, he could make such a positive impact. Here's a guy that makes millions of dollars playing a game that has the ultimate privilege. LeBron James' kids have the ultimate privilege. They can go anywhere they want in the world. They know everybody. They can afford everything. You Talk about privilege. And, man, LeBron James is uh, really making things worse. He's telling a story to black people that's caused them to get killed in burn-up cities. This is his quote. I know people get tired of hearing me say this, but we are scared as black people in America. What a lie. James said after Monday night's game against the Portland Trailblazers. James says, quote, black men, black women, black kids are terrified. That is a lie. And Whitlock rebutted James' remarks. Je- LeBron James doesn't wake up afraid in his mansion. LeBron James doesn't wake up afraid. If LeBron James gets pulled over by a cop, cops go, hey, it's LeBron James. Can I have your autograph? Right? Whitlock says LeBron James is a big and I agree. Le- Le- Whitlock says this, I'm black. I'm not scared. I'm not terrified. Neither is LeBron James. He's lying. Whitlock wrote Tuesday on his website, OutKick. He and the political left activists controlling him want black people to immerse themselves in fear. Fear is a tool used to control people. If you comply with police instructions, there's virtually no chance of an American citizen being harmed by police. And, you know, he's talking about was Blake. Now, I feel really sorry for Mr. Blake. Now, I believe that his actions caused what happened. And again, was it was it too much? Was it uh, uh, overuse of force? I don't know. I mean, on looking on the outside, I would say it was. But, you know, we don't know. I've never had to walk in a cop's shoes. Uh, I saw earlier that Mr. Blake wrestled these cops. He fought them. He resisted arrest. They attempted to taser him. None of that worked. And then I had heard he threatened them. And he had a knife in his car, and you can see as he opened the car door, as they're telling him to stop, the cop's actually pulling on his shirt to pull him back. And he reaches down for a knife that was in his car. It's very very clear. And now the cities are burning. Look what's happening in Kenosha County. And now the story that black people keep telling themselves, and it's fed by Black, black Lives Matter, because they're hateful, they're racist. That black people are being gunned down by police officers. Not true. Look at the stats. But remember, it doesn't matter what's true. What matters is the story you're telling yourself. It's just sad. And James goes on to say, if you're sitting here and telling me that there's no way to subdue that gentleman or detain him or just before the firing guns, then you're sitting here lying to not only me, but you're lying to every African-American, every black. See, he separates everything out. He wants to pit hatred and anger. And Whitlock went on to accuse James of racism, I agree. I think he's stoking it. I think he could be such a powerful force, to tell a different story that, you know, your your chances of being shot by a cop are exponentially reduced when you obey a cop's orders, when you don't punch a cop out who's trying to arrest you, when you don't resist arrest, when you're not told, you know, when the black community doesn't make an instant sainthood if you're killed by a white person or a cop. I mean, Dave Dorn should be a saint, but because he wasn't, he was killed by black people. You know, no one knows who Dave Dorn is, Sorry, but here, here's what Whitlock said of James he says, quote, as a black man, that sort of racist tactic should be terrifying. That racist tactic used by LeBron James was used to deny us freedom in this country. No one who professes to care about the welfare of black people would adopt the tactics of white bigots, he said. Bigots, regardless of color, have a common trait, ignorance. Ignorance fuels their ego. Information is their enemy. They avoid it at all costs. Negative anecdotes frame their worldview. In other words, the story we're telling ourselves dictates so much. And ladies and gentlemen, we gotta go inside and we gotta change the story. You've gotta make sure the story you're telling yourself allows you to be more effective, more productive. You know, Dr. Franco, one of my favorite quotes, you've heard it before if you listen to the show, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power, it is your freedom. It's time to take back our power. It's time to take back our freedom. The government doesn't give it to us. God gives us to us. And we've got to control what's going on in our head, ladies and gentlemen. Because what you think about over and over, what you watch over and over, what you tell yourself over and over, that story, whether it's true or not, dictates everything else you do or do not do. It's time to tell ourselves a different story because we're better than this, ladies and gentlemen. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
4: Diamond and Silk, and we have a new book coming out called Uprising. The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. It's about how we overcame poverty and hardship by not letting anyone else define who we are, what we can do, or who we are supposed to vote for. And guess what? You can do it too. That's right. And we want you to hear our personal story for the first time.
3: Uprising, the new book by Diamond and Silk. Available at Amazon or wherever books are sold.
4: In a lawsuit, a little extra liability protection can go a long way. Call Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency Inc. A personal liability umbrella policy from American Family Insurance offers a million dollars or more of coverage over and above the limits of your auto and home policies, and it's affordable. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency Inc. Call 651-460